like three, two, one. This summer. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was a good Freddy impersonation. You could pick up on the iCarly reboot there. All right. Well, it's great to see your lovely faces. Uh, we're back again. Those of you listening, I can see Cole and Zach's eyes now. So not only do I get roasted by their words when I make a bad joke, but now I can see them groaning and rolling their eyes too, uh, as they are kind of right now, given, uh, given the pity laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, we have video now, so uh, you won't see us on YouTube just yet. But hey, maybe one day. It's the first one small step for uh, us, one giant leap for salad. Uh, we've got some good stuff to talk about today. Uh, excited to dig in. Uh, we had a bit of a Burger King flop. That was, I think, well-intentioned, I think. Um, really, David Miami's first miss, probably. Uh, and then we're going to get into uh, an update to Fearless Girl that we thought was quite lovely. Uh, Ryan Reynolds wants to begin being Ryan Reynolds, but maybe this time uh, to a lesser effect. Uh, and then we're going to end with uh, America's mom, a.k.a. Phyllis Vance, a.k.a. Phil Smith, and Joanne's. Um, so let's uh, let's get into it. Just touch on it i feel like we we have to given how wild it is uh burger king uh international women's day uh uk account tweeted out uh women belong in the kitchen um there were two more tweets that followed it that kind of covered off on the rest of their message uh they had a print ad in the new york times that had that as the big headline and it was meant to highlight um their helping equalize restaurant scholarship um, and kind of calling attention to lower representation of women in uh, chef and head chef roles across the industry. Uh, but it kind of felt like that tweet was just them trying to fit the print ad into three separate tweets. And so, of course, that first tweet blew up and uh, ended up being a pretty big flop on a, on a pretty important day. So, uh, Cole, Zach, just quickly, thoughts on the, uh, the intent and also the danger of doing something controversial in a single tweet on social media to get clicks on something that maybe shouldn't be um, used in that way. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the phrase you. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. <laughs> I was say, there you go. Uh, you, oh, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That's oh, yes, the old Benny Arnold. Yes, that is oh. um, that's exactly what I think of when I when I look at this tweet. Like, come on, Burger King! Like, we get it. You you do your shock advertising and you try and you try and relate to culture in all of these different ways. But like, they've done it successful a few times. This was not that. Like, this is just atrocious. Like, come on, I'm read the room. Like, in when was like a brand using a traditionally sexist phrase and trying to reclaim it like the right move like i i just i i don't get it i really just think it was a complete miss and i i don't understand where their heads were at that they thought that was okay like i get the intent behind it and they're 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 backing it up with uh it's donations correct there's there are they I, I didn't know exactly what it was but they're 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 backing up their words so it's not hollow but you just can't say that. It's just not their place to try and reclaim that phrase. It has nothing to do with them. And I think this was just a, a huge misstep into that that cultural relevance that they try and latch onto utilizing shock value. And you just, this is the limit. Like, you can't do that. They totally crossed the line. That's pretty much all I got. 
Yeah. And I mean, like, I guess, like, the tricky thing is to, like, I would say that they have some kind of a place because they obviously are a, a kitchen. Like, they, they, they serve the food service industry so they can make an impact in hiring people, you know, for senior roles in the food industry. Um, but again, it's like, it, it feels like, to your point, it's it's taking an important day and I feel like it almost trivializes it through the attempt to use shock value. Um, I think, again, it's the print ad on its own probably would have been viewed as good, but I think it just, you take something like that and you put it on social media with no context. And it's, I, it, I'm not excusing Burger King by any means, but it definitely asks a lot of the everyday person to ask them to see a controversial tweet and then read two more, you know, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so I, I think it's a definite flop. And I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like that's the tail of the tape right there. And I mean, again, I think the fact too that they didn't even add any context to the tweet, and like one of you, three, <laughs> exactly. And I think as as we'll see, uh, I think throughout some of these ads, there's a lot of people maybe playing themselves here. And I think that um, you know, yeah. again, this was shock value for shock value. And again, Zach, you talk about not reading the room. Again, this isn't necessarily a moment where we are, again, trying to trivialize these things. You know, obviously there is a, you know, a big struggle going on right now for women's equality, um, especially with COVID-19, uh, having set women back, almost back to the 1980s in terms of the workforce um, and whatnot. And so this is like an even bigger deal now. And I think, you know, the tongue in cheek, okay, women belong in the kitchen, you know, again you have to think who is going to laugh at that as well mm -hmm. and i think that again maybe not the intended effect there and uh, again you talk about delivery there i think you know the full page ad in the new york times okay you can have the copy afterwards to explain what's going on here and you know then i think that is maybe the better the better outlet for it versus again a tweet it literally is made to be taken out of context and shared you know it's just so you share that what the hell burger king like and you know, I think you have yourself an issue there. Um, yeah, not I, not their best move, clearly. They could but have literally just taken a picture of the article in the New York Times, like the ad they put out, mm -hmm. and then have their exactly. commentary about why they did it in their program, if they wanted to promote the program. It, it does feel like mm -hmm. they were just trying to, it feels like they wanted this in a certain extent, you know? Yeah, and, and I mean, the, hey, the maybe it's like, a benefit for them in the end. But, Burger King yeah. is like they've been doing this for a little bit. In my eyes, they're 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 pretty smart and they're pretty savvy on social media, which makes me think they understood that tweeting just that phrase, just women belong in the kitchen in one tweet, was going to allow people to just see that, not read anything else, and retweet it and comment on it to garner attention, and just utilizing that as a tool just to get attention. Again, just using shock value on a phrase that's not theirs to reclaim is really frustrating. I mean, yeah. I, I get your point about like the print ad being better, but I don't even think that's the right place for it. Like, I they have the ability to influence the kitchen, yes, so that they should be a part of this conversation. But I don't think they have the right as a brand to try and utilize a phrase that's traditionally been used negatively to try and re they're not the ones to reclaim that phrase you know yeah like burger king yeah. is not so i don't think true, regardless of true. the amount of copy that came after it they were in a place to do that i just think that's not where we're at in society right now and that's not the direction well and like the the like a girl campaign compared to i guess the women belong in the kitchen campaign 
one brand has like a voice and a space in that and is reclaiming that in a reverent way, whereas Burger King is reclaiming it for a shock value, yeah. uh, which isn't isn't the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, in, in some source of positive news, I'm reading that uh, in a couple hours of posting it, it had 251,000 uh, mentions uh, with surprisingly 71% of the mentions coming from men, mostly negative. So that's at least a positive in it. <laughs> That uh, at least uh, some people were saying it that it was bad, and I would have assumed that there would probably be some douchebags out there. But hey, maybe we're moving in the right direction. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Fearless Girl next. Um, came out, gosh, four years ago now, I think, almost 2018, 2017. Um, now outside the New York Stock Exchange, and uh, it's been updated uh, with a really kind of beautiful arrangement of glass shards kind of all around the statue uh to signify the the glass ceiling being broken um with a lovely little placard next to it that says today's broken ceilings are tomorrow's stepping stones now it's interesting we've got burger king promoting their positive action shittily and then we've got state street who's behind fearless girl which has notably you know been in the news for suing different artists who were trying to replicate it because they thought it was a powerful statement and uh, advertising their um, ETF that supports diversity companies with diversity and women in exec roles, uh, but then actually voted against diversity reporting eight out of 10 times over the course of a couple years. So State Street's a little bit sketch, but it's a very beautiful statue that's had a great impact and pushing a conversation forward and uh, also inspiring a lot of people. So it's a nice addition in that sense. Um, and just curious, Zach, thoughts on the copy um, thoughts on how they put it together and and a few years later you know do you think state street kind of still has a voice in this or is it at least at this point do we kind of need to ignore state street and just appreciate the 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 positive message in that that sculpture uh, i think you nailed it at the end there that's actually <laughs> kind of where i was going with it um i try to beat you to the punch you do and you did <laughs> uh fearless girl when it first came out was such there was so much power behind it. You know what I mean? There was so much power behind this, the sculpture and where it was positioned uh, opposite the ball. And it, it, I was I was actually in New York City the day it happened because uh, it was our spring break oh, wow. on Social Capital Tour. So I saw it like when, like the day after it, it went up. And it was crazy, the amount of people. Like the, the bowl is already a famous spot, but it was crazy the amount of people there looking at this thing. And so the reason I'm telling you that is because I – I appreciate that they're still utilizing it because I think there's so much power in what they created. Um, but I, I appreciate this more just as the statue and what it represents than the ad that it's meant to be in the, the company that it's tethered to for the reasons that you just mentioned. Um, I think they state street still has a lot of work to do, especially as the creators of such a powerful and iconic now piece of, art slash advertising slash popular culture um yeah and i think this addition to it adding the glass and and the uh, uh the line that they put on there today's broken ceilings or tomorrow's stepping stones is is powerful and beautiful especially you know considering where we are now and where we've come from in the past couple of years in the little ad that they put together with it they mentioned the fact that women now occupy the second most or the second highest office in government in our government which is a, it's a wonderful time to revitalize this piece that they've that they've worked on and 
And so I love it for that, but I'm still like, I, I appreciate it so much more as a piece of art and a piece of culture than a piece of advertising. And I almost wish it wasn't a piece of advertising because it's, it doesn't yeah. work in that sense for me. And I don't think it should anymore. It's, it's taken on a life of its own. You know, it, it's totally a, a piece of culture now. And I think that's, that's awesome and that's powerful, but I'm, I'm kind of tired of it being tethered to a brand and I almost want it to be like mm -hmm. public domain. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't yeah. Well, give it, give it Honestly. what a hundred years. We'll get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. It feels like the ad, at least this time around is stepping out of the way a little bit more, you know, and at least yeah. letting it speak for itself, which is nice. Uh, Cole, what are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, symbols and ideas, you know, are more powerful uh, in a way than the people that create them. Um, yeah. And I think that this is a big, op is a big example of that, you know, again, um, it's become this, this huge symbol, um, I think, within New York and within, uh, you know, the world at large, you know, I feel like every six months or so, six months or a year, there's some, some new sort of thing going on with Fearless Girl, you know, they're adding something, they moved it here or there, it's been kind of like a saga moving throughout uh, the last few years. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think it's cool that they're still adding relevancy and kind of creating more around that. And I, I will say, I think, I think it's a pretty, it's beautiful. The, the sculpture that they've created around it, I think with this broken glass sort of thing. Um, I think that that's, um, you know, again, it really speaks again to the fearless girl message um, that's trying to be sent. And I think the more that people talk about it, hopefully, and the more that it's maybe disconnected from State Street um, as, as a brand, maybe, you know, it gains even more relevancy in the culture. And, you know, I again, I think we're all hoping that someday it just becomes, you know, as the same as the iconic bull on Wall Street, you know, uh, that it's just a, a permanent fixture or, or something like that uh, to uh, to commemorate uh, kind of you know, women struggle within the workplace and, and, and working to overcome that because as a symbol, I think it, it really speaks to that. Again, it's, it's a great kind of piece of sculpture. And I think that again, this, uh, this adds to it in a, in a really cool way. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens again, not a state street fan here necessarily, but, um, you know, again, they've, they've at least managed to create something I think that will hopefully maybe live beyond, um, beyond that that necessarily yeah and at least they're putting more money behind it again to your point to to keep it relevant and build on the art behind it and the meaning behind it which is quite lovely mm -hmm. exactly the more coverage it gets the more people are going to talk about it the more that you know it will be out there in the world you know so. yeah um i don't know how long it's there i kind of hope it is there for a while, but given how large it is, I suspect it's probably a limited time thing. If you're in New York and you can safely visit it, head on down to the stock exchange um, and check it out. Uh, let's talk about high key next. Um, we, we high key love Ryan Reynolds. We uh, also high key are not as big on this ad, at least me. I shouldn't speak for the both of you, but um, copy line is high key, delicious, one gram net carbs, mini cookies from brand high key uh let's talk about it if you've got a healthy cookie snack perhaps a way to get into it is to show the opposite of a healthy snack and what that can do and maybe have a little jab at a competitor that you can't legally name for licensing reasons um so we've got ryan reynolds voice acting an animated panda girl scout 
um, that is trying to sell Girl Scout cookies, not by name, of course. And uh, he is, you know, promoting this door to door and he's trying to sell them. And, uh, you know, he's trying to push them. And uh, we've got our door to door person and she opens the door and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like got like a tooth missing. His teeth are yellow. He's got like really creepy eye bags. He seems like he's kind of jacked up, you know. And then, like, mid-conversation, trying to push these these sugary Girl Scout cookies, uh, he has a heart attack, and his nose starts bleeding. And then he kind of brings it back. He collects himself. He does the good old self-CPR, as we all know and love. And, uh, you know, she turns him down while holding high-key cookies. Um, it's interesting. It's certainly interesting. It definitely, like, you know, it, it, it does the job. It's a good way to, like, subtly be, like, calling out a competitor uh, in, a, in a licensing uh, partnerships in legal acceptable kind of way um, but you know it's also not great I feel like Ryan Reynolds has set a high bar uh, for himself and you know it's uh, it's some work from his agency maximum effort and it's you know it's something I feel like it's a five out of ten it's like a you know I don't know it's just it's an ad you know but <laughs> we're talking about because it it's Ryan Reynolds um, curious for your thoughts Well, as you can tell, we're we're dumbstruck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, this is not it for me. (laughs) It's something. It's yeah. It's trying to give it its due. Again, I talk about people playing themselves. You know. Uh, Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you What do you feel, Zach? I'm just like, it's. I mean, first of all, it's so creepy. Like, which I get. That's the point of it. He's supposed to represent, you know, snacks that are bad for you, high sugar high carb food and so it's there's obviously a point. this is this is one snack that you don't want smiling back <laughs> shit there you go there you go it's like gap tooth grin i don't know why attack the poor girl scouts first of all like I, I i get that that's obviously a competitor of theirs and that's why they're utilizing them but like but it can't be a major i don't know it's just yeah, weird like you couldn't have like used a different cookie brand or not like not gone after the girl scouts maybe that's just a personal bias because i love girl scout cookies but come on and then just like i mean it 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 seemed to me like this was meant to be humorous but i don't even think i cracked a smile the entire time you know it's like one of those things where it was it to me it very it, it very much felt like humor that fell flat like they were trying to be a little bit edgy and you're you're seeing this panda that's like coked out on sugar basically you know for lack of for lack of better terms and and it seemed like there was meant to be humor in that especially with the yellow teeth and the missing one and obviously the nose bleeding dark humor but humorous and to me that just all went to the wayside and i i just i did not get the reaction of it that i think they were expecting i i did not laugh i didn't find the the dialogue that humorous or the like actions that this animated panda we're going through and like the nosebleed and all of that stuff like i think just all of it felt flat to me uh so i'm yeah i'm not really do, do you remember back when you used to watch cable you know back in the day what's that channel flip oh. this is this is like this ad to me is like it's 7 43 p.m on a saturday night and you've got nothing to do and none of the shows you want to watch are on and you're just like all right well this is what i'm watching and i'm not happy i'm watching it but i'm getting some kind of enjoyment out of it you know because it's at least it's something in a world of nothing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and Cole, to your point, Cole and I were wondering, we were like, I feel like we've seen this before. They had a Valentine's Day ad uh, that mm, was him interrupting a couple in a hot tub. 
uh, and, and and we are we are reporting on ads. I should say the copy line is cancel sugar, not cookies. It's an interesting line, but I'd rather kind of just cancel the ad campaign itself. Well, I, that Honestly. was the other thing I was going to say is I, that was that's what it was. Thanks for reminding me because I was like something at the end. I got you, baby. Like, trying to own cancel. Like I, I, I I'm sorry. It's just it was just dumb. I think that was another. It's, uh, it's unrefined. Much like the sugar. Do what? And it's unrefined approach, much like the sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's an unrefined repro- repro- approach, much like the sugar. Deserving of reproach. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, indeed. And that's the thing. I feel like the animation in and of itself, too. It's like a step above the general. Like if even <laughs> at this point, it's like go to the general, save some time. Exactly, and it's like yeah, Shaq wasn't even in this ad. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, but that's the thing is like, and you're introducing a character, I guess, but it's done in a really kind of like ass backwards way. I feel like it doesn't like it kind of like ends with him being being the character, and it doesn't really like establish it so much. I don't know. It's just like when you when you just go into it not knowing anything again ryan reynolds his voice catches you and you're like oh it's ryan reynolds but again i feel like it's leaning on that way too much in order to sell this and again i just keep thinking about if he wasn't involved with this and you saw this ad it i don't know it would be pretty rough and and yeah. it's it's again I, I i'm with you there zach i wasn't really laughing throughout it i mean there's some kind of I was I was more like shocked when when he had a heart attack and his nose started bleeding. Again, it's just kind of like not great to look at, I think is kind of the issue there. But again, too, it really leans into that kind of Ryan Reynolds esque dark kind of like uh, self satirizing kind of humor there. And uh, you know, he does that well. He can play that kind of. And I think that's the only reason that the ad kind of gets play. But besides that, it's yep. it's it's rough rough and- seas. For yeah. those of you listening who don't know, uh, the General's old campaign with the cartoon version or the animated version of the General was so bad that their new campaign now blatantly calls out the fact that they have good service but used to have bad advertising. Like, that's that's the new campaign. The plan of the new campaign was to well, call well, out well. that the old campaign was bad, just to give you context as to uh, where that ranked on the level of animated spots. <laughs> so that'll be an approach used by Burger King and High Key moving forward, I suppose. <laughs> there you go. Uh yeah, to your point, Cole, even in the end, like he couldn't help himself. He sneaks in a VO line of like, you can't cancel me. I'm in everything. And it's like, we get it, dude. You're you're great. You're, you're literally great. This isn't even a backhanded insult, but you gotta rely on more than just your voice for an ad. <laughs> it's okay. It's his it's it's one miss. He's had some wins. You know, yeah, we just yeah. got to bring him back down to earth. We know he'll be devastated. He is a huge listener of Salad, I'm sure. But oh, yeah. uh, you know, he DMs he us every back, time. He's like, put in, put in my, put in my. Spot. Like, what the hell? You didn't talk about my latest Detective Pikachu movie or some fucking some of that shit. There's some misses, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, maybe a few more than we'd like to acknowledge. But we still love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Green Lantern was great, so we'll always fall back on that. Um, Speaking of uh, uh, misses, I want to talk about a hit out of the park. Uh, we came into this not really expecting to talk about it, and then we all ended up watching all five minutes of it, and we're like, holy shit, this is actually kind of good. Uh, Where Eagles Dare, uh, one of the greatest, most random agency generator names I've ever seen uh, based out of PA, um, 
has done some work with Joanne's and I guess they've been working with them for a little bit, which I had missed, but, um, you know, they had a holiday themed spot with Phil, uh, Phyllis, uh, Smith, AKA Phyllis Vance from the office. Um, back end of last year, uh, she's knitting some mittens, getting some gifts ready. And apparently they're running a whole uh, campaign now with her of webisodes, um, where she is kind of reprising her role from the office, but kind of also just reprising herself feels like the two, the character and the reality are very much intertwined here. Um, We've got a webisode where uh, her neighbors uh, had a wedding that got canceled because of COVID. Um, and she goes ahead and gets a uh, kind of a crafting studio set up in, I think, her like backyard. It's very, it's a shed or something. It's quite stylish. Uh, and she goes ahead and gets stuff made for the wedding. There's a lot of funny little gags in there. She's got a friend helping her out. Uh, she's knocking shit off the table. Uh, there's little like, first person like talking to the camera breaking the fourth wall moments um feels very much like an episode of the office um other little funny things too like you're in the wedding venue right and her friend is just filming it on like a 2003 webcam you know and like you've got like the dog that's just like got his tux on and like is barking over the wedding i don't know it just felt like something about that just felt so expected but somehow so well executed i feel like the writing like just from that agency was really well done to the point where it could have been a flop but it felt like actually like a really nuanced episode that took her character and her personality into perspective and wrote something that was kind of ended up being quite charming so we're supposed to see some more of these you know for halloween and the holidays and i'm, I'm excited to watch them they've got promotions alongside of them of 15 and 30 second cut downs on hulu and discovery because you know it's 2021 and discovery now has a streaming platform as well uh and it's on social um curious for you guys' thoughts it's just nice seeing america's mom in a tv spot i think not even tv spot but an ad yeah i mean we often talk about like strong use of celebrity and like smart use of celebrity and this is a very prime example of finding a perfect fit for your brand you know one, just because of the character and the obvious obvious charm of The Office and, and just the, the sentiment that the show holds in our hearts is already a good sentiment for kind of the sentiment that Joanne's holds in my heart. I'm not crafty, so when I say holds in my heart, I really mean what I feel when I drive by it because I... You, you craft ads, though. I craft ads, but I don't build anything <laughs> out of... I can't make flower bouquets out of paper like they are in this ad. Um, but it's just such a perfect match. Like Phyllis is totally the person that I, I would think of shopping at Joann's and being that sort of crafty mom that's just got all of these wonderful ideas and brings them to life utilizing, you know, the store and what they offer. And on top of that, then the, just the humor in this is, is it's, it's hilarious. My favorite moment is with the, uh, she's holding up a mirror the mirror and it, yeah, yeah. And first you think she's like talking uh, like facetiming or talking on video to another person and it's revealed that she's just holding up a mirror and talking to herself and like making decisions with herself about like officiating the wedding and, and what they want to do and some of like the creative decisions for the the, the uh, rehearsal that they're throwing and it's absolutely hilarious uh and so i think this was just the perfect fit what a wonderful way to show what you can do with some of the products that you can buy at Joann's in just a, a humorous, entertaining way. You know, like I said, like I'm 
I'm not a Joanne's customer. I, I don't think I ever would be, but I watched all five minutes of this, um, even though it's something that doesn't necessarily interest me and I'm, I'm not necessarily interested in crafts at all. But just the reliance on the character and the humor and, as you said, the writing that pulled me through, I watched all five minutes of it and would rewatch all five minutes of it again. Mm-hmm. There, there's even totally. like a step one, step two, step three in there. Yep. And it doesn't even feel like a tutorial. Like it just feels very integrated. I don't know. What What do you think, Cole? It's nice to see her moving on from refrigerators to now craft supplies, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that what both of your points are one, I really liked where Zach, you're like, yeah, my impression of it is what I get when I drive by it. That's that's pretty much me too. I feel like I know my grandma visits there quite often. So again, this feels this feels like a good fit. Um, and I think it is the perfect use of Phyllis, honestly. This and and it calls back to the office style. I mean, she was also a writer on the office as well. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting to think, okay, how much of a hand did she have in crafting this whole thing? Um, because it really kind of feels that way you have like the cutaway interviews you know throughout where she's like talking to the camera basically and kind of working through it um and and you know you just love that style and i think it's endearing to people and again i think about who is going to be motivated to like go to joanne's because of this i'm sure that they also love the office because like what else are you going to have on when you're crafting i'm sure you have to have the office on in the background but like um and so you know i i I really loved it uh you know again it's just it's entertaining to watch and i think to trent to your point about they literally sneak in yeah a one two three tutorial in the middle of this and it doesn't even feel like it you know it's like i learned i learned how to make a paper bouquet of flowers uh like just all of a sudden in the middle of this ad and then it kept going and it and it was still interesting and you know, had a kind of a good payoff in the end. And yeah, I think, you know, it's, again, I, I, I as I said, I've said m- many times, people playing themselves sort of throughout has been kind of a theme. Again, you have Fearless Girl being more Fearless Girly. In different ways. We've got, we've got Ryan Reynolds being more Ryan Reynoldsy, And this, again, leaning into Phyllis, but this is, I think, maybe the best example of tailoring the persona to the brand um, and using that in order to then, I think, build off of both you know you have a good platform for her to do her thing and again it's a five minute webisode but i can see this being like shared on facebook by moms and stuff like that and like i, I you know this i, I feel like this and could sons. definitely get some play and sons exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean who who's gonna watch it and not love it and so i think that that's that's kind of the fun thing about it and you know i think i hope that people take the time to uh to do so because it's a it's a fun little piece of work yeah, it is interesting. It almost it feels like a mood board, at least to me, like for Joanne's. Like, I it's just it always nice when a company is willing to do some brand level work of like, there is a tutorial in there, but it doesn't feel like a tutorial. It feels integrated and natural and and, and you know genuine. And like, you just come away from this like like I go to like my experience with Joanne's is I go there to get like poster frames, and they're always overpriced, but there always is that feeling of creativity when you walk in there, and it's like all right, like I'm coming away from this being like, Joanne's is pretty cool. It's got a nice vibe. I like it. Because like really that crafting moment's the only time you see the crafting. Other than that, it's Phyllis and her friend, you know, interacting, working with the couple next door. Like, and you just see the results at the end and it looks beautiful, but you don't see them. You see them making one flower, you know? You don't see the the bouquet arch. You don't see the tuxedo for the dog made out of like construction paper. I don't know. It's kind of cool that they were willing to... uh 
just go that that more like let's get you in the world route as opposed to uh uh necessitating that they trusted viewers to get it instead of being like viewers aren't going to understand that you need all these different individual supplies which only we offer and that's how you're going to do it's like they just went the, the the nice pleasant route which i always appreciate so gets uh we love, uh, we love some good world building <laughs> yeah exactly basically this is the equivalent of the bud night uh in 2021 so it's nice to see his spirit is alive and well <laughs> Even though he what fell off a cliff well, during the go. Super Bowl ad that none of us liked, <laughs> I was gonna say wait, I totally. I was just thinking about that too. Yeah, he died again. I thought you might be happy about that. <laughs> I thought it's of like, you when I watched on. that. Uh, <laughs> it, it made me upset because he could never die in a better way. A good song like. never dies, and a good ad never goes away. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end it how I started. There you, go. Uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain quite ominous honestly always true always is that what you true. write too when you're when you're writing against a brief you think about how can this eventually become the villain <laughs> exactly <laughs> how many edits could i make <laughs> <laughs> well it was good good talking with you guys good seeing your faces realistically i was telling i was laughing with zach i was like i think this is the first time i've actually seen your face in like a year it, yep. it has officially been one year of working from home, uh, which is absolutely yeah. mind-boggling. It's true. Um, and we're here, you know, uh, slightly less sane, slightly older, much more tired, but we're jamming. <laughs> <laughs> and no one bring us down. We, we got this. <laughs> but good talking with you boys, as always. And uh, yeah. We're going to wrap this one up. Cole, do you want to take us out? Take us out, Cole. Have an adtastic week, ladies and gentlemen. Or an adtastic month. We'll see. <laughs>